0: Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Finance and Accounting Show, and today we have a great guest on. Now, I have been subscribed to Ryan Lazanus's newsletter because there are a lot of great things in there. So if you are running an accounting and a finance firm, you definitely want to pay attention. But also, if you're not running an accounting and finance firm, there is still a lot of great value in the things that we're going to talk about About being creative and just being smart about the way that you're growing your business so you definitely want to stay tuned welcome to another episode of the finance and the accounting show this is the place to go for small business owners if you're looking for a great way to understand the finance and the accounting side of your business you're in the right place so stay tuned and enjoy the episode So I'm excited about bringing my guest on, and before we do, I definitely want to say, you know, a lot of you have asked about, you know, you loving the show. We've done over 480 episodes in the last 19 months, and you really love the show. The show is a free show that we have on you know, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on podcasts. But you guys have been begging me for a way to support the show, so we've created a Patreon page where you can visit the tip jar if you would like to support the show have at it and really enjoy this show let me bring on my guest ryan ryan welcome to the show
1: welcome and wow 418 shows in 19 months you're uh, you're a machine terrell
0: <laughs> you know it, it's been one of those things where you know i my, my wife laughs at me she was like you know sometimes when you set your mind to do something like you just like go all in you know?
1: <laughs> good for you good job
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Ryan, it, it is definitely a pleasure to bring you on. You know, as I said, you know, I subscribe to your newsletter because I think there's so many great things that have helped me rethink some angles about, like I said, the way I'm thinking about my business and even have told some other people about, you know, your, your newsletter as well. So before we jump into the details of that, tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Yeah. So my background is, uh, I'm a CPA. I'm uh, born and raised in Montreal, Canada. And um, I uh, started an accounting firm in 2013 called Zen Accounting. It's one of the first uh, or one of the earliest online accounting firms in North America when I started it. And I started that from scratch, uh, scaled it up. And uh, five years after uh, starting it, uh, I was acquired by a large corporate services firm based out of Europe. And uh, following that, I uh, founded Future Firm, And Future Firm provides uh, coaching, content, education, community to uh, modern accountants that want to quickly grow a scalable, systematic firm that gives them a great lifestyle. And I've been coaching over the years, providing a lot of content over the years. Uh, In January, I launched my Future Firm Accelerate online coaching membership, uh, which has uh, over 450 successful students in the program right now, everybody getting together online, helping each other out. So... Uh, I can go on and on about that, but uh, I want to be respectful of your time here and, uh, yeah, just having a lot of fun helping accountants at the moment.
0: Nice, nice. You know, it's always amazing when you can start into a business and you have people who have done it before, like, you know, you can learn from people who have gone down the road before you, which is something great that you are doing. But what I want to go back to is you started your firm before yeah. there was like a roadmap for it. So
1: what was that like? That, that's that's the whole thing. And that's why what I'm doing now with Future Firm, that's why it exists in the first place. Because when I started my firm, um, nobody was working on the cloud, in the cloud in 2013. And nobody was really using cloud accounting software. And um, you know, the service experience that uh, business owners in the d- digital age were receiving from their accountants was very archaic. And I just wanted to provide an easier experience to these business owners. And um, um, so there's a lot of new concepts I had to play around with when I started the business. And keep in mind, it was my first business. So on top of trying to start a new model, I had no clue what I was doing when it came to run a business in general. So, you know, I reached out to our professional order, our professional body to try and get some support. They were, uh, uh, you know, there was nothing that they could help me with at all. I tried to find other organizations online that could help support me. um, And really, there was nothing. And I had to go through it all alone. I had to make all the mistakes. Uh, You know, I made every mistake you can possibly think of. Uh, A lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted money, a couple of gray hairs later. And, um, you know, I ended up figuring it out. But it would have been so much easier if someone just showed me how to do it. Um, so, so yeah, I'm not sure if I I was directly answering your question, Terrell, but I really didn't know what to do when I was starting that kind of model.
0: Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I guess as you kind of, you know, like I said, you learn kind of the hard way of just like, you know, you were a pioneer charting a charting to a new unknown territory. I mean, where it's like accounting firms were around, but not doing it the way you were doing, it. you know, as you were kind of working through those you know, did you get a lot of pushback from, you know, I guess say other accountants that were doing it more of the traditional route?
1: Yeah. A, a lot of them thought that it would just never work. I remember when I quit my job and I told my boss, what I was looking to do is like, nobody's going to want to work online with you. It's like, <laughs> people want to go see an accountant in an office. Nobody wants to do this on Skype and use these tools. Like it's never going to work. And every step of the way, you know, when I was trying something new, trying to like, you know, even just have something as simple as a subscription offer for accounting services and advertising those online, people thought that was a stupid idea. And, you know, tons of people are doing it now. When I was going after Bitcoin and blockchain based businesses in 2013, 2014 a lot of the partners at the big firms, they were snickering at at this, you know, they thought it was a silly idea. You know, so all these things along the way, I guess I just trusted my gut. And um, I was also personally interested in a lot of things that I was uh, attacking. But uh, but yeah, a lot of accountants really didn't think any of these ideas would work out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So um, as you kind of, you know, develop your fortitude to kind of work through that and you know you started you know learning along the way i mean were there any resources that you kind of picked up along the way that you know that were good for you back then and helping you kind of navigate that
1: you know looking back on it now it was the relationships i built with others that were in a similar position as me Mm -hmm. and um I haven't really thought about that in a long time, actually. So that was a good question. And that's kind of what I'm doing now when I think about it with my Future Firm Accelerate program. I'm helping connect people in similar situations. But I remember when I started my firm, there was two other firms in Canada around the same time that popped up that were doing that more online model. And although we were competitors, we all became friends and we all shared ideas. And we all talked about like, well, what do you think here? What do you think there? And still to this day, I'd consider them friends. Um, actually one of those firms is now my accountant, uh, and, uh, you know, just connecting with different people in the world, uh, uh, other parts of the world in Australia and us meeting and then linking up with them at conferences that really went a long way, I think, to helping me, um, find my place, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, one of the things that I think is uh, amazing about your story is, you know, you started learning these lessons, you know before technology got as advanced as it is now because i mean the the cloud technology that we have now wasn't what we had you know back in 2013 so you know do you feel like you know starting it back then and having that perspective it allowed you to really understand you know the fundamentals behind how to actually leverage the technology to grow your business
1: I think I've always been interested in technology in general. I've always, uh, yeah, I've always been attracted to technology and disruption and different kinds of business models. I'd, I'd argue that the technology has actually not evolved that much since I started my firm. You know, I was using Zero, I was using Receipt Bank. You know, that was the core tech stack. You know, there's a variety of other apps that we were using. Um, they didn't work as well back then as they do now. They were a little bit more buggy, but. Uh, you know, the core of what was being done with those apps has not changed much. There's new apps that have popped up. So I think, yes, uh, I, I became more comfortable with those apps and how to integrate them. And likewise, people on the team as well. Um, but yeah, I don't think things have radically changed, but but definitely getting started with those apps in the early days put us in a very good position uh, to understand how we can use technology to make things easier, not just for ourselves, but for our clients as well. Hmm. Gotcha. And there was something else that you brought
0: up. I mean, that uh, talking about, like I said, in those early days, the relationships were really, you know, a, a phenomenal thing that was a resource that when people think about their resources, a lot of times they don't always list relationships. I mean, which is why, you know, when you're talking about future firm, um, it really, you know, stood out about like, you know, building the community. So what is that been like, you know? being able to help build that ecosystem for relationships that were so important to you, but now you're able to kind of help facilitate that for others.
1: So I think that this experience has been twofold. One of them is for uh, my own selfish interests from a business model standpoint, because the power of community, if you can connect people together, that's great for, from a business standpoint because people want to stay around with that community that they've connected to. The other thing is, though, um, you know, there's not many of those quote-unquote modern accountants out there that are looking to innovate their business. And I wanted to connect all those people together to help them share best practices, avoid those pitfalls. So that's been a new experience. And really, I think that community component started coming together through my newsletter, And I didn't really have any master plan for my newsletter. I know you mentioned that you're a reader on the newsletter, which I appreciate. And, you know, I started it a couple of years ago. Just every Tuesday morning, I would send a couple of tips, tricks and pieces of content out to firm leaders that want to create a more modern model. And uh, that just started growing. And, you know, people started messaging me and saying, oh, wow, I'm really happy that you send these emails to me. And I said, well, there's a lot of people like this. Can I create... Uh, a more structured community around it where these people can get together with one another, where I can teach them the lessons that I've learned growing my firm via online courses. I can support them when they need help from me uh, via different types of coaching. And in the platform, there's a community forum where all these like-minded individuals can get together and ask each other questions and help advance uh, everyone's goals. So um, again, maybe I'm, I'm, uh, rambling a little bit, but it kind of just came together, I think, uh, started through the newsletter and then just took shape from there.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Now, you know,
0: talking a little bit about the newsletter, like I I've referred to it from the different things that you, like said, you put in there, you know, when it came down to creating that newsletter, when you first started off with that, you know, at, what, w- at what point in that newsletter did you realize like, Hey, you know what? this is actually a a great resource I should continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question too. Uh, I have to think back on that. Um, I think a lot of things that I've done have not really had a grand master plan. I've just kind of jumped into it and then it's like, oh wait, this could be something. And then I (laughs) develop it further from there. So I think the first, um, when I launched my future firm website, my first blog post was, why I'm starting a blog. And I just wrote like my thoughts. It was almost like a journal of like, okay, like this is the next phase in my life. I just sold my accounting firm. I'm looking to maybe help other accountants. This is why I'm starting a blog. By the way, if you want some updates, sign up to my newsletter. And uh, with very little promotion, you know, I posted that article on LinkedIn and with very little promotion, I got like a bunch of people signing up to the newsletter. So I was like, okay, now I got to write something maybe every week. So then I just started uh, giving my thoughts in the newsletter, curating content that I saw out there and people were reading it. People were opening the emails, people were commenting, people were clicking on the links. And I said, let me just continue. So I think it really started from the very first edition I'd sent out and it, it hasn't stopped since then.
0: Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. So now if people are interested in being able to get signed up on this newsletter, you know, where can they go to, to, you know, to find it or to sign up?
1: Yeah, so they can go to futurefirm.co slash newsletter. Uh, this is really for accounting firm owners, leaders, partners, people that want to create a more modern, innovative model. They want to scale their firm. They want to systematize it. They want a model that gives them a better lifestyle. And um, every Tuesday morning, I just uh, send tips, tricks, and curated content to people's inboxes. Uh, content that could be easily digested, so um, uh, you could read through it quickly, and uh, it's just there to help you out. It's not there to sell. It's just really there to uh, help people out and help people improve their firms.
0: Nice, nice. I love it. I love it. So now, talking about you know, like I said, some of the you know the the, the tips and the, the tricks and the, the things that you you share in there, and you know the things you've learned from observing other firms, you know. You know what's some of the some of the things that you've talked about in some of your
1: newsletters. I think the big overarching theme is how can you create a scalable, systematic model that you love. Because a lot of accounting firm owners, they're stuck running a business that they don't love, that's stressful. That you know they're working a ton of hours. So how could we uh, how could we change that model around? in a way that gives us a better life, because that's what we started business for in the first place is to give ourselves more freedom or flexibility, a better lifestyle. Most people go into an accounting firm to run it running an accounting firm, thinking that's what they're going in for. And then it snowballs into some chaotic mess. And I want to show them like, here's how we can handle these sorts of things. Here's how we could run a modern firm that stays ahead of the curve. That you love. And a, a big theme is how could we systematize? How can we standardize all components of the business? And if we can do that, um, uh, you know, there's the marketing components, the pricing components, the sales components, the people side of things. How can we standardize that? Asp- all those aspects of the business. If we can do that, we can have a better business on our hands.
0: You know, you, you mentioned about, like, say, when people think about an accounting and finance business, you know, they, they go into it like, hey, I'm going to run this business, and they end up with this ball of, of, of mess. So I want to dive a little bit, and some of this may be a little theoretical. Is, sure. you know, why do you think, you know, that mess forms when it's like, you know, it's almost like, hey, I was going to make a cake. I see the picture on the box. Yeah. I got all the ingredients that the box says, but somehow, My cake is not turning out to look like what's on the box. Like, how does that happen? So that's a
1: good example because (laughs) your analogy uh, is assuming that people have the recipe where they don't have the recipe. So they just, I see it all the time. It happened with me too. When I started my firm, you just start, I need clients. I need clients. You just get as many clients as you can, whatever clients you can. And then you just continue down that path and it snowballs and you're not deliberate in your actions. There's no intention to your actions. Um, and there's no plan. There's no master plan that you created to help you get to where you want to go. So there's a lack of planning. There's a lack of understanding what that recipe actually is. And it's just bouncing around a left, right, and center uh, from the very get-go. Um, so I think that's the reason why you see that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I guess for you, you know, was there like a kind of defining moment that helped you kind of realize when you were initially going through your journey of, hey, I just kind of take it on every and any type of client. Like, I kind of need to clean this up. Like, what am I actually doing? Like, was there a defining moment
1: for you to kind of that caused that light bulb to come on for you? I mean, it never was that chaotic mess that I see in a lot of cases, I think from like early on, uh, for some reason or other, I was pretty disciplined in my decisions, but I, I probably lacked a master plan. So maybe I wasn't growing as fast as I could have. Um, um, so it weirdly really wasn't that chaotic mess. I think I did a good job standardizing. I think, you know, my whole thing was how could I make things easy for everybody? that that was the premise for starting this firm. So it was really centered around that concept from the get go. So I was very disciplined on like standardizing different areas of the business, uh, which helped me significantly. But I was still lacking, uh, uh, I'd I'd probably say some direction. And reflecting on that, um, you know, as I was going through as I was getting approached by different firms that wanted to acquire us, That's when I started realizing, um, well, I maybe should have had a bit of a better plan. And the next time around, when it comes to my next business, I'm going to map out exactly what my objectives are, where I want to end up, what my ideal life looks like, and then reverse engineer the plan to help get there. So it's been a lot easier the second time around with this business. And I've been a lot more intentional and deliberate. Once again, Terrell, I'm probably rambling a bit here, but uh, I never had that really crazy, chaotic mess like a lot of firms. Um, uh, But it could have probably been better if I was more intentional and deliberate and had a, a, a big master plan in place.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. You know, well, you know, you've talked about, you know, how, you know, Future Firm Accelerator is a great opportunity for people to be able to connect and develop those relationships that were so critical for you. They get access to, Amazing insight, amazing support, amazing wisdom. Can you repeat that website again where people can go if they're interested in, you know, becoming part of that community?
1: Sure. So it's futurefirmaccelerate.com And when people sign up, it's a membership model. People can come and go as they please. There's no fixed term. And uh, they get access to trainings that are going to show them uh, how to create a more scalable model in a variety of areas of their business. And I'm um, going to get some coaching for myself whenever people get stuck. And uh, there's a fantastic community of uh, over 450 others uh, just like them uh, that are building cool businesses that they can connect with. So uh, that's futurefromaccelerate.com.
0: Awesome. I love it. And the final question that I always love asking every guest when they come on is, you know, when you think about, you know, your experience of where you've been and what you're doing now, you know, what are two pieces of advice that you would share with other firm owners. And it could be something you've already said, or it could be something new.
1: So two pieces of advice, not just one, but two. All right. I got to <laughs> think about that one. So the first one is, um, you know, what I learned going through the A to Z on my last business is I, I should have been more focused. Uh, uh, I started should have started with the end in mind, meaning I should have clarified what I really, really, really wanted out of life and then help pay, put a plan in place. That paves the path to get there. Most business owners don't have a plan, they're just going day to day. And um, I I think it's important if we want to create a great business that we love, we have to be very deliberate in our actions. Um, So I'd say that is the one piece of advice. On the second piece of advice, when it comes to accounting firm owners, again, if we want to have control over this kind of professional services model, I think it's important that we look at standardizing as many aspects of the business as possible. Most firm owners are a slave to their business because there's just no real model in place and there's lack of standardization. Um, so that, that's really what I, I, you know, those are two big lessons that I think I've learned along the way.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the show. It's been a pleasure having you.
1: Terrell, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the finance and accounting show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend and turn on the notification bell so you get all the updates when we release a new episode.